I was always taught that the wheel is round. Don't try to reinvent it. Well, wisdom lies in our history. And there's some good nuggets from people like Ben Franklin, Yogi Berra, and even Mark Twain. What timeless advice did they have for us? Well, that's what's going on next on this week's podcast. Are you ready? It's the On The Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. Authors, radio show hosts, TV personalities, retirement wealth coaches. On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer starts right now. Hi, folks, and welcome to another episode of the On The Money of Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Uh, We are coming to you from the Group 10 Financial Studios overlooking Central Florida, uh, broadcasting coast to coast. And this is Nick Royer right alongside uh, my dad, as always, Jerry Royer. Hey, Dad. Good morning, Nick. How are you today? It's, I'm doing fine. You know, I'm excited to do another podcast, and it's quote time. I know your favorite one because, I mean, I don't, how many books do you have in your office that are quote books? Yeah, I guess I'm probably, uh, what would you say? You, I don't know, 10, I, 20 of these things I is sitting say, there? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I'm going to make this quote time. So here's, we're going to rattle off. I, I got a couple of these, and then I know you've got your favorite one uh, that, that at the end here uh, that we'll go over. But here's one from Ben Franklin, um, and I'm going to toss this one out. And it's and I'll, I'll say it, and then just let me know what you think. So a penny saved is a penny earned. I know we've heard that one a, a million times, but when you hear a penny saved is a penny earned, what do you think about that one? Well, <laughs> I guess what would come to mind is, I think how much people are paying in unnecessary taxes and they're just seeing it go out the door, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. because a penny saved shouldn't a hundred percent of it go to the uncle Sam. Well, and you got ordinary dividends, you got capital gains. They, mm. you know, people are unaware that their 401ks and their IRAs are their biggest tax liability. Yeah, and um, it's like we say in our book diffuse, it's a tax ticking tax time bomb. These 401ks because sooner or later, you're going to have to pay the tax on it. And sometimes it means not only just the tax on that, uh, on the 401k or those minimum distributions that you have to take out after age 72, but it's also the social security that could be taxed. Here you are, you're, you're getting a social security check, and then you're having to pay taxes on that social security check, and, and, and you're not aware of that. Or you have too much money coming from all these other sources, and, and you're paying more than you should in Medicare premiums. Uh, so the, the thing is, I, I like what you said there, you know, when, when, with that whole quote of penny saved is a penny earned, is that really the more pennies we can keep in our pocket, the better. Because if we're making a penny, but we're having to cut it in half and give half of it away, that's not a good thing. There you go. And, and then there's the market. You know, that, you know, something else is if you can cut down your risk and keep your returns the same, that can tend to help. So let's just say that the market goes down 40%. But your plan only goes down 10%. That's a whole bunch you've saved for yourself, isn't it? It's simple math, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I just lost less. Everybody else lost more, so that means they have to make up more to get back to even. I lost less, so I don't have to make up so much. And that's why we recommend slicing your risk. Uh, but still be able to keep those returns there, the return potential. Grow the wealth, but defend when the market's in, in uh, crisis. Now, here's another quote from Ben Franklin. I'll, ra- I'll rattle this off. You can tell me what you think. Wealth is not his that has it, but his that enjoys it. When you hear that, what do you think? Well, retirement is more than dollars and cents. It's more than the net worth that we have, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Think the net worth. I think, I think people think retirement, they think bucks. Yeah. 
but you don't realize there's things that you want to do in retirement. There's a lot of clients who have money, but they have unfulfilled lives. And we see that, you know, I mean, I can remember, we've talked about this before, maybe on another podcast, but I remember a gentleman who retired and his, he hadn't, he couldn't, had nothing to do. He had no idea what to do. So he ends up sitting under his garage door being a self-appointed traffic cop. I and remember, he, he did not I remember make, that guy. Right? And if you run too fast down and the he street, would just he'd flash be flash his hands, right? Up and down, he'd flash his hands. Yeah. And, and so the thing is, and, and, and if you were going too uh, too slow, he didn't care. And then eventually he wasn't there. The garage door was shut. It didn't open up. Found out he died. And uh, he had money. That wasn't the issue. The issue was he just would wake up in the morning and just sit under the garage door. He didn't have anything to do. And so you have to have something to do. You have retirement. to have a passion. You have to fill your life with things that you want to do and enjoy. You know? Yeah. And so money can help serve the things that you want to do. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to be a slave to your money. Now, one th- another quote <laughs> I got here, Yogi Berra. All right. Oh, now, he more was, gen- he was gen- the king of them. <laughs> more of your generation than mine. I, I, I was born in 78. So I, I liked was after his that. saying, a nickel saved ain't a dime anymore. Oh, I know. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, you got to, uh, his, his yogiisms, some of them were really overt. You knew exactly what he was meaning. Yeah. I have to admit, when I read that one, I had to read it like three times just to make sure I understood it. Yeah. But so <laughs> when he says a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore, what's he saying? Yeah, he's just saying, but inflation's taken over. That's like going in. I think another one, or maybe it was someone else that said that uh, uh, inflation was kicking in and the Chuck roast was now had to be called a Charles roast. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we can't say the whole thing, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, he, here's the thing with this. I, I got a, a picture here. Dad and I are actually looking at it right here on the table. And um, it's a McDonald's menu board. Pay attention to this because this is scary <laughs> stuff. It? I'm getting hungry, okay? Yeah, and it's too yeah. early for that. Uh, but it's a McDonald's menu board from 1974. And and it, it says here, Big Mac in 1974 was 65 cents. 65 cents. And a filet of fish, 48 cents. Where did you see that on here? Oh, there it is, 48 yeah. cents, yeah. How about a fish. cheeseburger, 33 cents. Mm, yeah, I know. Coffee, 15 cents. That would make Starbucks <laughs> 15 cents for a cup of coffee, you know? And and, th- and there's a term on this. It, it, it says Coca-Cola root beer orange aid. What the heck is orange aid? I, th- I guess I can draw my Kind of like an orange crush. It was a soft drink. 15 cents. Mm-hmm. And a large was 20 cents. And then a triple ripple ice cream cone, 20 cents. So I'm looking at this, right? And I'm looking at Big Mac, 65 cents. Now here, and and, and I, I, I'm thinking. This was 1974. This is 1974. So I thought, I wonder what the price of a Big Mac's done over the years. So again, 1974, Big Mac is 65 cents. Come 1986, it went up to $1.60. By 1996, it went to $2.25. By 2005, $3.06. By 2015, it had gone up to $4.10. And now it's $5.71. Mm. $5.71 for a Big Mac that in 1974 was worth $0.65. Cents. So, Yogi Berra's comment, 100% on track. Yeah, a nickel ain't worth a dime Yeah, anymore. inflation, yeah. right? It, you just can't ignore it. And the solution is you need an income plan to account for at least 2 to 3% increase each year in retirement. you got to have more income later on just because of things like this. They even have things called the Big Mac Index. 
All right. There, Believe it, it, it or not, there is. You know, you think about the stock market index, the S&P index. There is actually a Big Mac index, okay? And what it does is it tracks the price of a Big Mac across different countries uh, and whittle down to how much it would be uh, in, in U.S. dollars. So, again, I, like I said, in the United States, a Big Mac is $5.71. But if you actually went to South Africa, it would be a dollar eighty-six of our dollars to buy a Big Mac. I wonder what it costs to fly them back. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we do know one thing. There's a, actually a, a, my neighbor said that uh, Big Macs will never go old because there's a, a, apparently a Big Mac uh, or there's apparently a McDonald's hamburger in Reykjavik, uh, you know, in uh, Iceland. And it's sitting in a little case, and it's a Big Mac from like, or I think it's a hamburger, a McDonald's hamburger from eons ago that's in this case. And it just says, look how much preservatives is in this burger, because this burger still looks brand new. And it's like years old. There's actually a video camera you can look up on the internet that zooms in on a burger, and it shows this burger and how it's aging over time. It doesn't age. So that should tell you something maybe about the Big Mac. So maybe it, we should eat them yeah, and so we'll if, be around forever. Yeah, so um, I don't know about that. So if we went to South Africa and we bought one, at least we would know by the time we get here, it'd still be quote unquote fresh. Nick Royer here. Sorry to interrupt, but we'll be getting right back to the podcast in just a second. I wanted to tell you about something that we've put together that can really help you figure out if you are on track for a solid retirement or not. It's our on the money 35 point retirement checklist. If you're like most of our clients, well, you want to retire with confidence knowing that you won't make any mistakes that could derail your retirement plans. But how do you do that? Most people aren't 100% sure that they even have all the right pieces in the right place in their financial puzzle. But this checklist can help you get on track. Here's how it works. You get the checklist, which we send directly to your mailbox for free. There's no cost at all. We print it, we put the stamp on it, and we even mail it to you. Then you spend about 10 minutes checking off as many of those 35 boxes that you can. Your goal is to check mark off all 35 boxes. If you can, then you are on track. If not, well, then you'll know exactly what you're missing and what needs to be fixed so that you don't have to hit a potential retirement landmine. So take our checklist challenge. It's free. And all you have to do is text the word checklist to 31996. That's it. All you have to do is text the word checklist C-H-E-C-K-L-I-S-T, checklist, to 31996, and the checklist will show up in your mailbox in a matter of a few short days. Good luck, and may the odds ever be in your favor. Now back to the show. Now, Dad, I'm going to let you go with the Mark Twain quote, because I know this is one that we've yet you've used for years, is this Mark Twain quote. What Mark Twain said, he said that October is one of the most dangerous months to speculate in the stock market. The others are July, January, September, <laughs> April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. Oh my gosh. You know, so we've been doing that quote for oh, 10 years, maybe at least in, in our yeah. live events. Uh, when we had live events, you know, and when, and so that uh, always gets a chuckle, but it's true. Um, the, 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 you know, there are two truths about the market. Number one, no one knows where the market will go in the future. They may tell you they can, but they can't. Uh, that's like a doctor telling you that you can do major surgery and guarantee of 100% certainty that you'll come out perfectly and survive. Now, what happens every time? I, we've actually mentioned this earlier that you were up at the dentist. Uh, so what happens? Does the dentist ever tell you that there are side effects? Absolutely. 
but he doesn't tell you I'm 100% certain that oh, I'll no, be able no, to no. do these implants. Oh, no, no, no. He never tell you that, but, I mean, they will tell you better side effects, and sometimes depends on what they have to do. You can explain that because you had uh, Oh, I know. I, I, wisdom that, that's why I walked out removed. the door, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wisdom teeth, and the guy said one of the side effects is death. Yeah. I said, well, <laughs> I'm really? Bold. Hold on. You're just pulling out four teeth, and they, they showed yeah. me this video about death. And I'm like, well, that, well, that's just in some rare cases. Well, you know, I'm thinking I would but be the rarity. Happen, right? It had to happen. Yeah. And so that's one truth is we cannot tell with 100% certainty what's going to happen in the market. So but we plan for that. one thing you can count on is that the market does not go up in a straight line. Exactly. The market never goes up in a straight line. It ebbs and flows. It has done for all time, and it will do for all time. And so that's one truth. The second truth yeah, you know, and, and going back to that, I, I, I like that because we've mentioned that, you know, this market doesn't go up in a straight line. The solution is you need a portfolio that can survive both good and sour markets. Never build a retirement plan that only works in good times. Because in retirement, a retiree will probably likely go through five or six market crashes. And so you've got to be able to weather those storms because they do happen. It's why we talk about the importance of having a plan like a participate and protect plan where you participate in market gains uh, in some of those gains. And you protect your but winnings. But you can protect some of that. So you can protect those winnings when the market goes down. You know, kind of like a grow and defend plan. Let me grow my wealth but defend against crisis situations. You just cannot ignore the possibility that every three to five years there is a market crash of just some sort. Just think about that, folks. You know, l just listen to those two statements. Doesn't that really, isn't that what you're looking for? Participate and protect. And grow and defend. Those are so key to having a successful retirement program. But so many people have been told that the only thing that they can do is buy and hold. Mm -hmm. Buy stuff, hold stuff, weather it up and down. And we aren't in the Stone Ages anymore. This isn't 1970 and 1980 where we didn't have technology and couldn't make adjustments. The entire financial climate has changed and we need to change with it. We need to move with the times. Uh, we can do things now that we couldn't do in the 70s and 80s, and that's exciting. But there's so many people out there, there's so many other financial advisors that are still using 1970s methods to handle 2020 problems, and that is the problem. And so, as a matter of fact, we put together uh, our On the Money Retirement Toolkit, and this can really help you put together the right strategies. So strategies like Participate and Protect, strategies like Grow and Defend. Um, that we have used for years and years and years with our with our clients. So uh, we have about 20 of these toolkits ready to ship out, and it goes right to your doorstep. And inside what you'll find is our 35-point retirement checklist that we've been talking about, a copy of our book, Diffuse, especially with where taxes are going in the future. This is very, very important to pay as little in taxes as you can. And the book, Diffuse, goes into how to do that. And a guide on the 10 mistakes to avoid in retirement. So all you have to do is you text the word retire, to 31996. Again, all you have to do is text the word retire, R-E-T-I-R-E, -E, to 31996. You can also go online to our website, group10financial.com. That's group10financial.com, group10financial, and you can uh, and you can get it there as well. But these these toolkits will go into more in depth of what, what we're talking about here on the show. And I think that's a very va a valuable thing because the worst thing that people that can do is move into retirement without knowledge. Right, knowledge I'm going to say this king. one. Yeah, we've been talking about this. Knowledge is power. Yes, it but, is. But you know, but that's a quote that I think is also knowledge isn't power; it's applied knowledge. 
I'm going to change that and say applied knowledge is power. If you just know it and you don't use it, then that's just like throwing a blind eye to it. But applied knowledge, taking what you know and actually applying it is what gives you the power. That's, that's what important. Will Rogers, one of his quotes was always, drink upstream from the herd. Ah. Right. Ah, that's one of, geez, that's, that's another one of those thought-provoking ones <laughs> that you almost need a glass of wine and just ponder that one for a little bit. So again, you know, I hope this was valuable to everybody. And again, you can go to our website uh, for our podcast, which is onthemoneyshow.com for any of these free uh, podcasts and free downloads that we have there as well. So don't forget to go to that website. And until then, as always, I want to thank you once more for your time, this time, until next time. So long, everyone. You've been listening to the On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Catch new episodes every week to discover the latest retirement strategies and tips for retiring well from Jerry and Nick. To subscribe to the podcast, head to onthemoneyshow.com. That's onthemoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Group 10 Financial and Brookstone Capital Management are independent of each other.